Come on, hallelujah. I'm happy to be here. The Lord is good, amen. Psalm 103, Psalm 103, and the Bible tells us in Psalm 103 that something very interesting for the church to know. Today is our Thanksgiving. How many of you know today is our Thanksgiving? So, Psalm 103, just for a moment, let's read Psalm 103. Psalm 103. Say, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefit. Ask somebody, do you remember what the Lord has done for you? Oh, I can't believe that there's something God has done for someone. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. The Bible says in Psalm 103, that bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefit. In Psalm 68, 19, tells us that he daily loves us with benefit. And it's the benefits of the Lord that has brought you this far. Amen. So he said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Forget not his benefits. For who forgives all your iniquities? Who heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from the pit? Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies? Who satisfies your mouth with good things? So that your youth is renewed as that as that of the eagle or the eagles. And the Lord does righteous and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses. His acts to the people of Israel. Bless the Lord. He said the Lord is ungracious, slow to anger, abounding in mercy. He will not always accuse, neither will he keep his anger forever. He does not treat us according to our sins nor repay us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy towards those who fear him. As, for, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Like a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord gives compassion to those who fear him. For he knows our frame. He, remains, he remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are as grass. As a flower of the field, he flourishes. For the hot wind passes over and is gone. A place where it was not known. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting. Upon those who fear him. And his righteousness to children's children. To those who keep his covenant. And to those who remember to do his commandments. Verse 19. The Lord has established his throne in heavens. And his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord. You is angels. Who highly. Who, who are mighty and do his commandments. And obey the voice of his word. 21. Bless the Lord all he, his hosts, you servants who do his 22. Bless the Lord, his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. This morning, before we get into the full package of the service, I want you to acknowledge not just where you are, but look at the contrast from where God picked you from. Look at where you are coming from. 
Look at where you would have been if God had not picked you or called you. And look at what you could have become if not for the mercies of God. God has been good to you regardless of what has happened to you. Today is a thanksgiving. I was talking to my children and I was talking to them and I said something this morning that you must be excited and privileged and thankful even for the parents you have. And I'll explain that as we go further. It is either your parents are not the best or not, it's not the issue. The revelation here this morning is that they've introduced you to something you would have never had. So you may have a wicked parent, I agree. You may have parents that are inhumane in their actions towards you. But you see, you would have been somewhere. Today you are a graduate. Today you are in school. Today you call yourself a child of God, a believer. Today you are born again. Today you ride a car, you live in a house, you are married, you have a child. You have gone through or been through one pain, one challenge or the other. But somebody introduced you to something that wouldn't have been possible. Whether they took care of you is not the issue. You've been introduced to something that somebody didn't have. The limitations today cannot be compared if you haven't been where you are today. Yes, the years are gone. But you have a life to hope for the better tomorrow. So we may not have been at the best place of life. But we are fortunate to tell a story. And to rewrite the story. Maybe perhaps UN laws or rules may say that people are less privileged, people are poor, etc. But I want you to understand that those are the stuff of men. But in the standard of God, you are blessed and you are highly favored. If for nothing at all, you are somebody's role model or a mentor and an encourager. Somebody looks up to you. So it has nothing to do with who brought you into the world. It has nothing to do with whether you are privileged or privileged, educated or uneducated, married or barren or fruitful, jobless or gainfully employed, or whether you are introduced or you are in higher pedestal in life or in society. You are a blessing. You are a blessing. Now, we mustn't show appreciation and thanksgiving because of what we have or what we've gotten. But we must move out of that mentality where it is only when we've gotten or received something. But you should be able to look at your brother and tell your brother, I am thankful for being your brother. I appreciate for being your friend. I thank God you married me. I thank God I married you. I thank God you are a father to me. I thank God you are my mother. I thank God I'm a son. I thank God I'm a member of the church. I thank God you are my pastor. Because if you have dead me. So, it has nothing to do with your present predicament or status. Thanksgiving should be our daily salutation. It should be our daily offering. It should be our daily expression. It should be our daily way of, of carrying ourselves. Because whatever you and I are going through cannot be paired with what we shall become after we have overcome what is before us. You couldn't have given birth to yourself. I couldn't have given birth to myself. But somebody decided to make a mistake and bring you into the world. In the mistake of somebody, you are a great man today. You are a great woman today. You are a professional today. You are a mother today. You are a father today. You are joyful. You are something. Come on, give God some shout of praise in the house. Today you are a man of God. Today you are a pastor. With all the mistakes, with all the flaws, God did not abandon you. 
I don't know when you look at your degree or your certificate and you look at yourself. Think about it. Some of you don't know your parents. I know. You don't know who gave birth to you. I understand. But that doesn't warrant you the degree of showing disappreciation or being unthankful. Because whether you know them or not is not the issue. Somebody would desire to know you because of their height, because of their level, because of where you stand. And it is because of somebody's mistake you have become a better person. Somebody's mistake. Somebody, the way she has tortured you and treated you very badly, it has rather made you a better person. It has rather introduced you and taught you how to pray. You wouldn't have known how to pray and to fast and to believe God and trust God and come to church and go on to God. But because of what you are going through and what you've been through and how you have come this far, today you can live the Bible. Today you can confidently speak. Today you can be grateful that amidst all that we are going through, you can beat your chest and say, if not for God, but God made it possible that he attend the useless things of this world uh, to confirm the wiser uh, that the mistake you are that the inhumane treatment you have been through uh, and gone through and you are today uh, it has made you a better person uh, that you have become a uh, somebody uh, an icon a hero uh, somebody's looking up to you uh, our defense and limitations uh, are not going to linger forever nobody's complete under this heart uh, everyone is going through something everyone has been through something uh, and somebody will go through something whether you have been through or not something awaits you but in all these things we give him thanks we give him praise we give him worship we hallow his name bless the Lord all my soul and forget not his benefit whether you are a senior parent whether you are jobless whether you are buried whether you have given birth whether you have a car or not whether you own a house or not whether you are married or not disappointed or not it doesn't matter what matters is that God spared your life what matters you are who you are what matters that all these things you are still more than a conqueror look at you if not for the grace of God if not for the message of God if not for the love of God where would you have been today whether you have a child is not the issue you have a house a car married or not is not the issue Somebody desire your place. Somebody is praying that uh, he could be like you are, uh, but he's not being fortunate enough. 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 I'm talking to somebody. I said he's not being fortunate. They've not been fortunate. God has been good to you. Hallelujah. 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 I am feeling some oil this morning. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I am introduced to a world that I am foreign to. But that world has given me an opportunity. I am related to people that don't treat me well. But it has given me the privilege. Ah. I am amongst people who betray me and attack me and persecute me every day. But it has taught me how to pray. It has taught me how to fast. It has taught me how to trust the Lord. It has taught me to know uh, that in all things, uh, it is God uh, who makes all things possible. Uh, and all things work together for good to those who love God. Uh, I am grateful to God, not for what I have, but I am grateful to God that in my weakest moment, uh, somebody looks up to me. Even when I am weaker and I am dying and I am stricken and sick with something, somebody still believes that God can use me to touch his life. To touch her life. That's the mystery. That's the mystery. That is the mystery. That even when you think you have somebody sees you are, that if it comes to you, you can get something from you. Even when you think you have not eaten, somebody looks at you that if it comes to you and talks to you, he can be that you are the hope of somebody. Don't look at me that way. Come on, give him some praise. Give him some worship. Be thankful to God in all things. Give him thanks. You made a way 
when our backs against the wall mm -hmm. and it looked as if it was over
Oh, too much, oh, too much, oh, excess love. 
has brought you this far. Amazing love, say amazing love. Oh, come on, talk to me. Say amazing love. Say amazing Jesus. Say amazing God. I don't know about you, but I see God in your life. Do you know people don't see your parents, they see God in you? Oh, okay, all right. They are, you see, if they were seeing your parents, they couldn't have related to you. And they couldn't have even befriended you. But because they are seeing somebody unique in your life. You know what? Your parents have offended them. Your siblings might have offended them. But this God has not offended them. They see this God in you. So they have no choice but to relate, conform, and love you. That is why it does not matter. It doesn't matter how the hatred, they still can not 
touch you because you are the apple of God's eye. You are untouchable. God bless you. God bless you for being here. God bless you for being part of this great move. God bless you for being a candidate of latter glory. God bless you for understanding the vision and understanding, oh yes, the mission to <laughs> and understanding and understanding and understanding that God is here and your answer is here. <laughs> what a God. What a God we serve. This morning you'll be anointed. Restoration for all things. Praise the Lord. Restoration for all things. Restoration for all things. Restoration for all things. This is our month of doing it anew. Starting anew. We are beginning anew. We are starting anew. We are doing it afresh. We will do the same thing, but in a different way. Uh, I said we will do the same thing, but this time with a different approach. We will give, but we will give a different understanding and revelation and approach. We will pay or give our tithing. We will do it with a different understanding and with a different approach. Doing it anew means that you're doing the same thing or doing the thing, but this time you did it in a different way. And we are starting on this note. See, I'm starting on this note. Amen. You, you, you carry yourself different. You will worship God in a different way. You, you will love God in a different way. Everything about you is going to be different. Yet you are the same candidate. You are the same person, candidate. Everything is still you, but something newer, something better, something greater, something awful, something magnificent, something glorious will break forth out of you. For he chooses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. For when men are cast out, we shall say there is a lifting. And they said, Is he not a carpenter's son? He was, but now he's a miracle worker. He was, but now he's the man that makes the blinds to see. He was, but now he blesses just two loaves and five fishes. And miracles take place. I'm talking to somebody. He was, but now he has transformed. He used to be barren, but now he's fruitful. He used to be jobless, but now he's gainfully employed. He used, she used to cry, she used to mourn, she used to lament, but now when she opens her mouth, she breaks forth into singing. She was once a prostitute, once a thief, once a drunkard, but now out of the belly, out of his belly, flows rivers of living waters. She was poor, but now she is richer. Let the weak say, I am stronger. Let the poor say, I am richer for you. Made her the nobody, somebody. And my Lord said to my Lord, Sit on my right hand till I make your enemies thy footstool. For it is written, I and the people God has given. We are for signs and for wonders. Wonders has become part of your name. Can't you see your own classmate or schoolmate? They see you. They shown you not because you are poor. They can't come close to you because there is some radiance. <sighs> and they tell you that we are not your type. We know now we are not your type. And we know that these days your status has changed. And now we don't even... And it isn't you. You were not the one. You were not one. can't you? One can't hear. One can't say. One can't say. One can't say. But Adam Sidienu was evident. Ah, the glory was evident. Ah, the anointing was evident. Ah, the presence was evident. Ah, and when they saw them, ah, they said, These are like Christ. Tell your neighbor, this last few days. To the end of the year, you will see me different. Ah, you watch me. Ah, I'll still be your founder, but you see me different. I'll still be your founder. You still see me different. 
you may know me you may relate with me but you see there's something that is going to come around me and on me and for me and will proceed out of me that will make you very careful now when you call you ask please can i talk to you before when you call you talk now you send now you ask can i please talk to you please when will it be appropriate for me to call I didn't put in those structures or what we call, you know, those protocol or those, 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 those things. No, I didn't put those things in place. But when God turned your captivity around and put a new song in your mouth, hey, the people see you like they are dreaming. I see people that are see you like they are dreaming. Some dreamers are coming out. Your status is changing. People will be careful how they deal with you. Those bureaucracies are not going to be put in place by you. The people will put those bureaucracies in place. Can I come to your house? Please, when will it be appropriate for me to bring you the gift? Because even the gift, when you are bringing it, you will beg. You will beg. You have to beg and bring the gift. time. Because when he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above that which he can ascertain. People are coming to you from today who are your equals or your own relations, but they will need an appointment before they can watch my words. Mark it. Can you give me an appointment and you ask whether you're a government official? You don't need to be a government official. Your status has changed. Your image has changed. God has brightened your corner. And the light shines on the darkness. And the darkness comprehended now. You may be older, but there are some people that are younger that you give them some honor. I am talking about some 12 year old boy. He entered into a temple and there were some academicians, some philosophers, some doctors, some high degree profile. And the Bible says, and they sat at his feet and he taught them. He taught them. He taught them. Age doesn't teach, maturity teaches. I repeat, age does not teach, maturity teaches. Teaches. It is maturity that teaches, it is not age that teaches. What teach is not age, it is maturity. Maturity is born out of experience and not age. So in a hundred, some hundred and some one hundred and twenty-six. Get ready. If you have your oil, please, if you are watching us or you just join us, we are about to get into the Orion, move into the troposphere, stratosphere, and then we will come into the atmosphere. And we will take charge and change things. You see, if you knew that son and daughter of yours will rise to where he is, or she will get to where he is, or she is, or that parent or that friend, you would have been careful how you treated him or her. Because COVID, COVID COVID the God and the, the king that was said to the young man Daniel Daniel has your God whom you serve day and night been able to deliver you so something must happen that the man whom you serve and you relate must deliver you some trust in chariots and some trust in horses but we remember the name of our God it is time it's the defining moment say the defining moment say the defining moment I don't care I don't care about what anybody does and what arrow is thrown at me and I don't care about who opens his mouth against me and who points his finger at me but I'm careful and I'm concerned about whether it's a stand or not for the Bible says, take counsel, but it shall not be of the Lord. And whoever take counsel against you are, and take counsel and gather against you shall utterly fall for your sake. It is not who gathers against you, it is who fall against you. The gathering can be, but it is God who determines the gathering. For unto thee shall the gathering of the people be. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor, this God, he surpasses COVID. 
Look at me, look at me. Let, let me help somebody in two minutes and I get into the way. Do you know that this pandemic or menace or this epidemic or this disease, call it anything, genocide, massacre, call it anything. Do you know it is the time to prove your authenticity, your maturity, and to prove your loyalty and faithfulness in God? So, for some of you, you failed. You just failed. You failed, and you failed God, and you failed yourself, and you failed everybody around you because you are too lightweight. Praise the Lord. Because you'll be tested. That's when you'll be tested. Sickness will test you. Poverty will test you. Marriage will test you. Your children will test you. Joblessness will test you. Barrenness will test you. All kinds of things will test you. But let the efficacious blood of Jesus prove uh, how and where you stand. Uh, for they that know their God shall be strong and they will do exploits. That is the, that is the distinction here. Amen. Obi come to me denu so wo obi come so denu wo a e bia bia kwan de ma no. You choose what must happen to you even though you don't request for it but when they come you determine which one should work. Praise the Lord. When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion we were like those that dream. I'm done. Hey. Obate si ne ba fe bua ke na oso Hello? Some of you, for those of you who traveled to Europe or went to America or you travel and for those who are out there watching me, the first time you sat on the plane, how did you feel? When you are on the gangway, when you were climbing, when you got to your seat and they asked you to up, how did you feel? When the plane took off 20,000 feet above sea level, how did you feel? And when they began serving and asking you tea or coffee, Meat or chicken, beef. Hello? You are not a vegetarian. You became a vegetarian by force. Because you are not sure what they were bringing. And something looked at somebody's plate and said, Mipe Webi, I want this. <laughs> and when it was about 15 to 10,000 feet above sea level London, how did you feel? And when the plane touched and the seat belt light went off and were asked to disembark. How did you feel? And when you went through immigration and you came out and you realized you were not a thief but you have been given amnesty. And you step out there and you sat in whatever train or tramp or, or, or tube or, or car and you went out there and you saw the city. You look back at Ghana and you said Amen. Do you know why? God is taking you to a different country and a different town and to a different place and to a different level. Say my status, say my level has changed. Amen. So when the Lord brought the captivity of Zion, we were like those that, who dream. We dream. Then what happened? Our mouth was filled with laughter. I take away sorrow from your mouth. <laughs> I take away bad confession, negative confession out of your mouth today. And our tongue was our tongue was singing. You have become a composer of song by force. Lyrics began to hit your inner man. And you became a songwriter and a composer. Not because you were very articulate or very smart. You began singing. Then they said, say my enemies shall say. Is he the same person? Is she the same person? Then they said among the nations. Who said among the nations? And now one, a bit from one, I don't see them in church. They are not in church today. They are not here. They are not here. They are not also in my view. I can't see them. The Lord has done great things. Do you know those who go or will go out there to publicize of, of what God is doing in your life? Not you. Say not you. 
I don't think I have pre- I have the right people here. Not you. The people who go out there to talk about you is not you. It is the people who humiliated you, despised you, wrote you off, said it was over, and there was nothing good coming out of you. The same talk, the same mouth, the same people who go out there and say, Nancy Matiana. Did you see the car he was driving? Their, their concern was a car. So they talk about a car. If your belly shoot, they'll say, did you see how she has changed? That was their concern. Any reference they make in your life, watch me, listen to me prophetically, it was what they ruled out in your life. A child was crying. It means they never thought a child would cry in that house. I cut their mouth off. I bind their power. I remove them from your life. May God cause you to rise above the standard set for you. That they shall say, Have you heard her? Have you seen her? May your detractors be your promoters. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Say, Oh Lord, let my detractors become my promoters. Verse 3. Get ready. And the Lord has done great things for us. We are glad. We are glad. Plus who? We are glad. Alright. Five. Bring back our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. Proceed to six. To five, sorry. Those he will continually, let's go to five. Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. You know what he's saying here? All the seed you sowed in tears, this is your reaping time. So if you sowed and you didn't feel anything, you are getting nothing. You see, pain brings attention. Okay, okay. You see, in your adversity or painful moment, you draw attention to yourself. Yeah. 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 For those who knew my predicament some 31 years ago, anytime they see, they, they expect me to walk with a walking stick. And they look around whether there will be some wheelchair, no wheelchair, no clutches. So they wonder. And some want to look above sea level, some want to look below sea level. It is because you have confused them. May God. Who saw your tears make men see your laughter? They reap in joy. The stage of reaping is coming. That's why when you carry a child, you go through pain. But when you put to bed, you laugh. You sing a new song. Painful stages in life does not linger. Every pain birth with a song. Every pain end with laughter. You have been through, you have gone in the past through stages of pain because you serve God, because you were truthful, because you were holy, because you love God, because you gave and you gave in tears. You sacrificed everything. The God who saw your tears will not allow you to cry again. When the tears of Moses rose up to God in heaven, he did something. What did he do? Immediately the tears of Moses touched the throne room and touched God. That tears moved into the heart of the woman called the princess of Egypt. And she said, this is one of the Egyptian women's children. She said, she, he is one of them. Though she knew she, he was one of them, he did not take him back to one of them. He took him to himself. Why would the people know that you don't belong to their class, but they want to welcome you into their fold? Verse 6. Verse 6. He who continually goes forth weeping, bearing seed for sowing, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his heels with him. Say rejoicing. rejoicing. Say I rejoice. I rejoice. Say I rejoice. I rejoice. Move on. Move on. Let's finish. And unless the Lord builds. No, no. So, so we stop at the word 26, right? Last verse. Let's do the last verse again. Do the last verse again. Everybody read it. Because this one, we don't, we don't get it. He will continue. Weeping. You know where the weeping comes from? Weeping in prayer. Weeping before the altar. 
bearing doubtless. So in seed shall doubtlessly come again. When we see, sometimes I see in my prayer that some of you tell God that God, so all my tears, all my seeds, those things here is what is speaking here. Those things are what is happening right now here. And God is doing something. He said, and I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten. Joel 2, 25, 26. And he said, this year you eat plenty. You have it in abundance. Say, I receive it. Say, by the oil of the service and of this holy day, let God visit me. Yeah. God is about to visit you. God is about to change your story. God is about to turn some captivity around. And God is about to take us to another level. Praise the Lord. And you and I will sing the Lord's song in the land of the living. Hallelujah. I believe that this morning you have received something. And the restoration is what is about to hit you. And that restoration is what is about to take you to the next phase of your life. And this restoration is what is going to turn some things around. I said that we have done things in the past in a certain way, but things are going to be done in the very best way. Hallelujah. We are doing things in a different way because God will make a way for us. The mistakes you have made, lost relationships, favorable opportunities, businesses, opportunities, wasted years, invested wrongly, loved even wrongly, prayed amiss. You have lived sinful life, offended God one another. We've done all these things, but God is giving you another opportunity to stand anew, to open a new paragraph of your life. You are going to start on a new slate. Amen. You are going to recapture. Say, I'll recapture. Say, I'll regain. Say, I'll be repositioned in the name of Jesus. So God is giving you the opportunity for you to smile again and for you to laugh again and for you to sing again. Why am I sharing all these things? On the 23rd day of the month of July, the Lord woke me up. I went to bed just a little after midnight, around 1 a.m., 2 a.m., he woke me up. He said, go tell the church, I'm about to answer their tears. Amen. And by the time he was done with me, around 3 a.m., he said, I'm giving them a better chance this time around to make amends and catch up and re- gain your loss and recapture your fortunes. So, wow. The key word is restoration for all things. Finally, finally, he said the real unlimited blessings for the prophetic word for 2020 is beginning from this month. Because my portion in the land are my people. Deuteronomy 32, 9, my portion in the land are my people. Then he gave me a scripture. I read that scripture. We'll go into the anointing. And you will leave this place sound and healthier and better. Amen. Praise the Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 10 and 11. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 10 and 11. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 10 and 11. Psalm 85 verse 1. And that will be all. The Lord your God has multiplied you. Say no more diminish. (laughs) Say and here you are today as stars of heaven is in multitude. Verse 11. May the Lord God of your fathers make you a thousand times more numerous than you are. Tap your neighbor from the spirit realm. You know how we do it. We do it this way. Say, I tap you with a spiritual signal like this. You will multiply. And bless you as he has promised. Who promised? My father has not promised. My man, the, the man is somewhere. Is waiting for me. But he that has promised me is not my father. Psalm 27 verse 10. When they forsake me, the Lord will take me up. That is why man, don't be so surprised when man disappoints you. It's normal. 
know the word and walk and move on with life. Man is a disappointment. God is an appointer. Man is a disappointment. Whether it's your husband, your wife, your children, your they will disappoint you. Even your pastors, they will disappoint you. Didn't they disappoint Jesus at the last hour? Let's go and pray. I'm in trouble. Jesus said, wait for me. I'm coming. By the time he came, they were snoring. They told Jesus that you have your ministry. Die with your ministry. We, we were doing fishing. If you don't know, perhaps you have forgotten. Our vocation is fishing. So if you know you have been caught and you want to die, go and die alone. We will go back to fishing. They disappointed him. So that is the word. Psalm 85 verse 1, rise to your feet. Psalm 85 verse 1, rise to your feet. Psalm number 85 and verse 1. I believe I have spent time to speak to you, to minister to you. Amen. Amen. And I know somebody said, today they didn't rush through the thing. Because your mind is renewed. Hallelujah. Psalm 85 and verse 1. Lord, you have been favorable to your land. You have brought back the captivity of Jacob. Amen. There are some things that were taken out of you and from you that God will restore it. And Jacob here represents the entire of Israel. That is why his name was changed from Jacob to Israel. This morning, this is the word of the Lord. Restoration of all things. And he restored. If you read continually, you see some heavy dose things there. You want to raise your hands in the congregation. And if you are joining us, you want to pray a very simple prayer and say, Lord, how many of you remember on Friday? You are the repairer. You are the restorer. You are the maintainer. And you are the builder. Lord, fix it. Fix it. Say, Lord, fix it. I've taught you simple methodology or method way of praying. You pray and pray amiss. When you wake up and the thing is wrong, you say, Lord, you allow this thing. Lord, fix it. Amen. Amen. If you have a problem with your organ, you say, Lord, you created me. Doctors didn't create me. Medication did not create me. Parents did not create me. They brought me into this world only for me to come so that I'll be their offspring. But you, my allegiance is with you. Lord, whatever is broken and destroyed in my life, fix it. Repair it. Restore it. And maintain me. Build me up. For you told Jeremiah, you will build. So the one inside of us is a builder. That is why Joel, the Bible tells us in Jude 20. Let me add this one in close. Jude 20. He said, ye beloved, build up yourselves in your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. So ye beloved, Jude, Jude, J-U-D, Jude 1. is Jude 20. It's one chapter. So in the epistles, we don't say Jude chapter 1 verse 20. It's Jude 20. And it says that, Ye beloved, pray by building up yourselves in your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. So the one inside us is the builder. Say, it's the builder. Now, come on, say, it's the builder. Your prayer this morning is that, Father, as I receive the anointing, build every broken wall in my life. Build every institution in my ministry, in my life, international, locally. Build everything that has been destroyed in my life. Build. Say build. He is what? The repairer of the bridge. He's the repairer of the past heritage. He's the restorer. He's the maintainer. If God does it, he maintains. When people raise buildings or projects and they do, they don't bring another person to maintain. All the people we bring to maintain, that is why the thing doesn't continue because they don't have what it takes. But the one who built it is the one who has what it takes to maintain. And sometimes because we fear cost, we'll go and look for cheap labor. The devil is a cheap labor. Man is a cheap labor. Except it's filled with the spirit of God. When you bring man into your life without the help of God, you will find yourself crumbling the more. Your prayer is that this one, Father, build it. What is it that you see in your life that has gone bad? Let God build. Say, let God build. Lift up your hand. Page your hands out. Is your faith going down? Let God build. Is your marriage? Is your children? Let God restore. Let God fix it. Let God fix it. Let God build it. Let God restore it. Let God build it. Open your mouth. Pray. Pray. Yeah, let God fix it. Let God build it. Be one of Let God build it. Let God fix it. There is something that is broken up. Some of you don't think you can ever make it again. You can ever rise again. Let God build it. 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 Ask him to restore. He said you restore the Yes, that the locust has eaten the palmer worm and the canker worm, the caterpillar that which was destroyed he will build it 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 
He will build you. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. Ask him to fix it. Asrochibu Denara Ewi Otu Denara Maraboyibu If you believe through the world, I saw you. 